I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad, is sad clown. Dude, that's pretty good. This is The Gloom, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in The Gloom. The countdown. Uh, here we go. Another special right, guest right. on the show today. Uh, this guy uh, has become a good friend of mine. We've actually traveled to a shovel pass one time together uh, to the farm, I believe. Uh, is a is a phenomenal leader, and uh, actually, just most recently this week, uh, kept me going through a brutal Iron Packs challenge, and just really appreciate you know counting in cadence together, all that sort of stuff. But got my brother truly on uh, today, and so truly, why don't you tell us uh, just from the start where where did it start? Who eh you? What was the first workout like, and how'd you get the name truly? Yeah, Blake, thanks for thanks for having me on, and. Thanks for the kind words. I don't think I was pulling you through that workout. I think, I don't know, somehow we did it together, but we didn't die. And that was only the goal. yesterday, I think. We so, didn't die. so the soreness is still there, but we didn't die. So, um, yeah, so the name truly, uh, well, first, EHing. So my neighbor is uh, the one and only okay. Slapshot. Uh, so he he was going, well, we'd be hanging out, and I'd say, hey, let's, let's have another uh, – cocktail or let's hang out later and he would tell me that he couldn't because he had some responsibilities in the morning such as getting up at five in the morning and going to an outdoor park to work out in December which I thought was mm -hmm. utterly stupid um so I let him tell me a few of those stories and you know he's a fit guy and uh my other buddy t-ball was doing this and then my brother-in-law is uh bear grills and it just kind of started to to uh, tidal wave on me a little bit and everybody was getting in better shape. And so that was kind of it for me. I was, I needed a fitness solution. So I, I took him up on it and said, all right. So I hit slap shop up, slap shot up. I said, where, where do you work out? What's going on? And he said, well, tomorrow's the berm. And my buddy Sparty is actually the the queue. He said, so it'd be a perfect day to go. So, oh, okay. I don't know what a spark. I don't know what a sparty is, but it sounds exciting. <laughs> um, so we, uh, so we we rolled. He picked me up and we rolled up there, and I just completely got my. Uh, I don't know if we can swear on this. No, you, it's can, HBO you can or what, swear. I got my butt. I got, I got my butt kicked pretty good. Um, I thought I was in decent shape. I was pretty wrong. So we we got through that. Um, and then it was time to, to, to brand me, you know, put my, put my brand on. And, uh, I had a brewing shirt on. So everybody was asking me, you know, about, uh, brewing and stuff like that. If I, if I home brewed, which I did. So all this kind of questions were circle centered around alcohol. And I thought I was going to be named hops. I thought that would have been a really <laughs> respectable name that I could get behind. But Sparty was on one that day. So he's like, wanted to call me white claw, but I think there's already a yeah. white claw out there. I thought I was safe. I was wrong. So they went with truly and uh, it's been truly the seltzer yeah. ever since. Um, I think he called me that cause that was the one thing they asked me about that. I was like, no, nah, I don't drink those. I don't really care for them. So 
in true F3 fashion. When you had some alter egos, right? We've had like truly Chavez and truly uh, prison inmate. (laughs) I forget the nickname. It seems like you've owned the name. Truly. Yeah, the, the, there's Carl. He's, he's the eighties kind of alter ego. Um, There's a wig that there's, yeah, there's a wig that comes out. Chucky swears we need to burn it, just hide it forever. But I don't know. I've had that wig for a long time. I don't know. Yeah. I try to have a little bit of fun with it and try to stay creative. So, uh, don't take myself too serious, but yeah, those, those alter egos can be, (laughs) they can, you know, they can be fun if you, if you do. Them yeah. Well, and I feel like, did you like, what was your progression like after that first workout? Cause I, from my perspective, it feels like you just were all in after that. Like what was your impression of the group? And uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I see guys today that come out and they're all in, you know, guys that they're at the next five workouts. I don't, I don't think I was like that. I, I kind of looked at it like, well, I already run. Like I run a long way, like a mile, right? Yeah. I'm a runner. So, and I, and I, I do pushups in my garage, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty tough. Uh, and I, and I was a member of a gym. So I kind of just looked at it as, you know, this will be supplemental to what I do. Uh, so I was just going like one day a week. I think I went to the berm every Thursday for a while. It was nice and close. And, uh, yeah, I went to, I mean, I went to one of your workouts and got worked and went to one of Chucky's and, one of Toto's. And I mean, it, this is this long line of people, uh, who led workouts that I was at. And then it, it was continuing to be hard and harder than what I was doing. So just kind of, kind of snowballed from there. I always, I always joke around, but when I started, I was like, all right, I need the fitness. I certainly don't need any more friends. Um, and I don't need anybody talking to me about faith or religion or anything like that. So I kind of had my hands out, you know, I was like, Hey, just, I'm here for the fitness and after it's over. I'll say goodbye and that's where we will leave it. So, uh, yeah, just, it really kind of started to dig in and, and work for me and it took me a long time to do a pre-run. It took me a long time to, to stay and have coffee. Even though I got asked, I thought it was weird when people would text me after the workout and tell me I did a good job. I was like, ugh, creepy. Why are, why are these, why are these nice people trying yeah. to be kind to me? Why would I want that in my life? So what, what, what do you think it was that, like, do you remember the moment where you it kind of clicked or, or changed a little bit for you? And you, you said, you know what, maybe I am going to go to, to coffee or what was that? Yeah, I think, I think it was really just guys who were kind of opening themselves up. Like to me, it was a bunch of not knowing anything about it. It was a mm. bunch of strangers, right? Like everybody just kind of merged and I was new to it. So I didn't know people had already had relationships and people have been doing it for years. So, I mean, a guy like yourself, um, opening up about your life experiences and, and your struggles in life and just letting that out in the open. I was like, holy shit, like people are just willing to air that stuff and, and be pretty open about it and vulnerable and reach out for help. And, you know, that's where it kind of started to sink in with me. Like, Hey, there's more of an impact here than, than, uh, than fitness and getting in shape. It's, it's deeper than that. People need this group for emotional support um, mental support, you know, real relationships when people are down and people need something. Um, yeah, there isn't, there isn't a gym out there that really does that. So that's kind of what, kind of what started to hook it for me. And then, um, I always thought people that went and worked out before the workout were just complete psychos. Uh, and I, you know, like I said, I, I considered myself a runner, but had never ran more than four miles 
<laughs> like since high school. So getting up the courage to go on these pre-runs. And then what you find out is it's a little bit about the run and it's a lot more just about uh, another half hour, 45 minutes to share, to hang out with guys and hear what's going on. And you might get a story that you don't get during the beatdown. You might get a completely different perspective. So I thought that was pretty cool too. And uh, it distracts your mind away from the fact that you're running a long way. So, yeah. So yeah, this morning him. I was on a pre-run and found out that that Stripes is sort of a surrogate father for Chucky's kids. He teaches them how to fish and everything that you know. I would never hear that in a beat. <laughs> right? No, no. I mean, it, yeah. it makes sense, but you just we all just assume. But what? Um, that that's what I'm curious. Happens. So, the, so the the fitness side of things, you were running, doing push-ups in your garage, and and sort of some some weights sure. were, what have you seen as far as, far as progress in that uh, fitness area? I mean, you crushed the IPC yesterday and you do, you do, I don't know, you're doing how many Murphs in the year. So you, I feel like you've seen some gains, but what's been your perspective? <laughs> yeah, no, I think IPC crushed me. I think that's pretty consistent across the board, but um, no, I mean, I think that, uh, that there's always a new challenge out there. Um, and it was, I think, about the time that Toto and Pantyhose and all those crazy guys were going to do this 75 mm. hard um, that I'm like, okay, what is that? And I kind of just committed to it like on the fly. I got back from a trip with my family to, to Florida, to Disney, and I got back and I think I asked House Party. I'm like, hey, when's that 75 hard thing start? And he's like, oh, it starts today. I was like, oh, perfect. And I was like, well, I'll do that. Kind of haphazardly jumped in, but uh, through stuff like that, you just learn a little bit about, uh, what your limits are, like what you can do, what your diet limits are, what, what doing a little extra exercise might do. So that first 75 hard, um, over the holidays, really, I dropped like 20, 25 wow. pounds. So that's whenever you see, whenever you see results like that, you're like, okay, there's a little bit something to that. Um, so whether it's iron packs or apex or, you know, helping, helping people out doing MRFs or helping myself out doing MRFs. I think there's just always a reason to, uh, to get out there and support somebody else. And in the meet, I just along the way, surprise, surprise, like you, you stay in <laughs> shape, right? Like I don't really have a great diet right now. I eat basically anything that's in front of me, but, um, I try to stay pretty consistent with just getting out of bed and getting out there and there you go. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think I think that's kind of it. It's just if somebody or anybody else is like, "Hey, I'm really trying to reach this goal," you know, do you want to be my accountability guy? That's that's kind of what makes me tick, and that's why I sucked at going to a gym because unless I had a workout buddy, I mean, unfortunately, I am pretty good at letting mm -hmm. myself down. I'm amazingly pretty good at not letting anyone else down, which is hopefully a good habit. It's good and bad. But yeah, I need a group. I need people to keep me going. And that's kind of what works yeah. with this crew. No, I, lo I love that. And I feel like you're, you're tapping into something that I think a lot of guys experience, but it's maybe hard to verbalize. You know, it's just like a lot of times similar to like third F stuff, right? We don't know that it's happening, mm -hmm. but once we hear about it, we're like, sure, I, I can do right. that. You know, I'm I'm curious on the pre-run piece. You mentioned sort of having to work up the courage. What was that like? How did you initiate that? I think there's still a lot of guys that would like to pre-run, but maybe don't feel like they can keep the pace. Or what, what was your experience? Yeah, no, I think the truth of it is, is like if you're just going to the beatdowns, 
Like you show up at <clears throat> 525 or 515 and you're going to go jog a little bit and get warmed up. And these guys come in from a four mile run. You're like, holy cow. It almost appears like they've been training their whole life for their for athlete or these, you know, Ironman kind of people. Um, you, you just kind of put them on pedestal for whatever reason. And, you know, I, I same thing. I'm like, why don't you go for a run with us? Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you guys run this pace or you do this or you do that. Um, <clears throat> so I think it's just this, this stereotype that's out there. Um, and that is true. I mean, we can, guys can run fast, guys can run slow, but you know, uh, I think it's just more about helping people along to where they want to be. It's like, Hey, in a year from now, you're going to be running whatever pace you want, eight thirty or a sub eight, you know, it's just, you got to start somewhere. So, you know, it was like that for me. It was like, what do you guys do at the berm? It's like, well, we do a four mile run. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, that's, that's so far. Like just the thought of getting out there. And I, I just remember going into the beat down. I'm like, oh, this is, I mean, I should just go home. That was way too much work already, but you get through it. And that just, once you do it once, like I tell guys all the time, like, okay, so that's your pace. That's really what you should set your watch at or your goal and try to just be that guy, like whatever. You, you've proven you can do it once. So, so there you go. Like, just make that the new you mm. and maybe surprise yourself of what else you might be able to do. Yeah. You make it sound, sound, uh, so simple, but I, I totally, I get what you're saying where like for a lot of guys, there's a, just the mental barrier of thinking you can't do it. But, um, after you prove to yourself once, yeah, there's also the very simple fact of running sucks, right? It's really hard. Um, and you know, I got good friends, uh, people in F3 that are like, Hey, here's the deal is I just hate running. Like it's, you know, it's the worst part of their workouts and they just don't enjoy it. And I don't know if you can get around that. Maybe like I kind of grew up in a track family, so it wasn't so daunting, but, um, yeah, I, I think that's hard too. I think there's another level of fitness you get to when you commit to the pre-runs and get that extra stuff in there. So for me, it was a little bit of a gateway drug, like, holy cow, like you really start to see some, some, some benefits of it. Plus the stories themselves. I mean, if you could be out there on those pre-runs and get some of the stories, um, you know, you mentioned Chucky I and mean, I run with Chucky. It's, it's pretty, gets pretty wild. Out there some of these, <laughs> yeah. these Chucky stories. Yeah. And you don't have to be running his same pace to hear it. Cause he's pretty darn loud. Right. So I think, right. You could be a hundred yards in front or behind. You really can't get away. Um, it's, yeah. it's there. I love it. What you mentioned sort of earlier about, um, when you came to the group, you maybe had, you didn't need any new friends. And I'm just curious what, um, what's been your experience just getting to know guys in the group and, and maybe how have you gone about building those relationships? Yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, you just, you kind of get to know, um, your, your core group, your workout groups, who you, who you see most often. And, uh, they're, they're guys just like you who going through the same stuff with family and, and work and, and other things like that. And I think, you know, just honestly, I think the group is as much or as, as little as you want it to be, mm. you know, you don't have to go do all of the stuff with everybody. You don't have to go to all the happy hours. Like some weeks I'm just like, Hey, this is all I got. This is all I have time for, you know, Hey, do you want to go golf? Hey, do you want to go to dinner? Hey, do you want to meet here? Do you want to meet here? We're doing trivia night. Like you don't have to, and nobody, it's it's not like, Oh, truly sucks. Like he never does anything. Like I think everybody just gets that. Sometimes that's all you have mm-hmm. now when you want more and when you like, Hey, let's, let's get together. Let's do this. You know, there's always options for that too. So I think, 
I think it's just nice knowing that everybody is, you're just meeting everybody where they're at and there's, it's like the workouts. There's no expectation to be a superhuman or, or less than that. It's just like, Hey, you're, you're doing what you want to do. And if you want to do more, you want to do less, you want to, you know, build a relationship further. That's, that's great. Some guys you're going to totally hit it off with. And some guys you're like, you know, Hey, it's great to fist bump after the workout and I'm going to cheer you on and you're going to cheer me on. And, but that's it. And that's okay. Everybody's okay with that arrangement. I think that's makes it pretty awesome too. And that's not what I expected. I expected to get locked into a cage and, uh, you know, made to drink the pig's blood and I was going to become part of a cult and I was going to get a tattoo and shave my head. That's kind of what yeah. I thought I was going to You still had to drink the pig's blood though, right? They, you, you yeah, but I, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Yeah. It, was, it tasted pretty good. I don't know if they put like some type of artificial flavoring in there, but yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. For all you, for all you up in like perspective F3 cult members, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> just drink it. What, what do you think about just the, you know, so we talk about sort of this problem of like male loneliness or maybe not, not having deep relationships or, I mean, has F3 impacted you in any way? Like with better, do you feel like you have stronger friendships or relationships or, or have you just pulled your friends into F3 and how, how has that impacted relationships with other guys? Yeah. I mean, I, there's, there's really good friends that I think F3 would, would help, but it's just not, not, doesn't really fit in their lifestyle. And that's, totally fine. I always wonder if, you know, you talk too much about it when they're around or whatever, but, um, I, I think what you see is that, um, you are kind of exposed to everyone else's relationships too, or, or they, they speak to it or how they have relationships or don't have relationships. So I think, I think it's just like everything we're just, for me, at least it's been a learning process of, Oh, this is how someone interacts with their family or their in-laws or their brother or their sister or don't like, you know, or what kind of relationship they wish they had mm. or any regrets they have or things they're trying to work on. So you can't really run away from that. I mean, you're hearing the words of someone else like, I wish I related to my son in, in this fashion, or I wish I had a better relationship with my M when it comes to this. So, you know, you take those home with you. And if there's something you can improve upon, I think. I think it's, I think it's something you do or, or, you know, or try to do as well. Maybe you don't know you have an issue. Um, but you know, it's just like coach speak. You hear it enough, you hear it enough. It's, it's just becomes, becomes kind of sort of who you want to be. So yeah, it's definitely helped my relationships out. Um, just go a little deeper and give a little more. I think, I think that's, that's been beneficial. Yeah, man. No, I, I love that. And I, you know, it's interesting cause I think, a lot of us, or I can speak for myself, or I have a tendency to overthink. And then that's when th you sort of make, no. make things awkward, <laughs> you know, and then you're, and then you're, you know, then it becomes, then you're awkward, right. About it. And, and the reality is like, right. we're all, a lot of us are in similar situations with kids and activities and, and how much time right. they have. And um, so I, I do think it's, you know, there's definitely opportunity, like you said, to, to do more or less or, you know, interact on whatever level. Um, sure. Curious, you know, I know uh, I had asked you to be in a shield lock one time and you turned me down, but are you, uh, are, are you in? A well, I don't know if that was an official offer. I thought we were just spitballing. <laughs> are you, uh, have you found a shield lock or you, what's your perspective on, on the shield lock uh, type of deal? You know, I, I haven't. And, um, and I know there's some things in F3 that, 
maybe I don't do that, you know, certain people just want to punch me in the face about, (laughs) man, you're really missing the boat. Um, I don't know. A shield block for me is just, I, I feel like I've got people in F3 that if I need to have a talk or if I, I have to have a moment, um, I know where they're at and I know they'd be there for me. You know, if I said, Hey, I won't name any names, but Hey, I need to, I got something on my mind. You got 10 miles. You want to go run? If I said 15, if I said 20, they might, they probably still say yes, even though they're like 20, huh? All right, fine. <laughs> you know, can we drive? Um, so I, I just think there's people there and I, I didn't want to make a club or make a group, you know, and not include someone who's also that person for me or, you know, I didn't want to include or exclude anybody if I felt like I had a void. It, I, I definitely see the value for people that do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, that's kind of where I stood on it. I just felt like it, it'd be another set of set of group meetings that maybe I'm already getting yeah. with, with where I go and what I do. Um, so I just didn't, yeah, I just didn't really want to kind of get saddled in. Will I ever join a shield lock? I, you know, who knows? Maybe I'm, I'm open plague. If, if you're, if you're trying to, you know, junior high dance me into it. Yeah. yeah. You want to go steady? Well, I I think what you hit on. So early on we had interviewed Rollbar, and and he kind of brought up this concept of like, like everybody within the group is sort of in a shield lock, right? Like a, like the big shield lock, right? You're, you're in the group, right? So like you said, if, if you need help with something, if you, you know, are trying to do a challenge, like reach out and somebody will help you. And then there's kind of these, you know, smaller shield locks, which, you know, they work great for some groups and maybe not for everybody. So I think you're, you know, just hitting, right. hitting on that, that, you know, anybody that joins us in F3, uh, especially F3 Omaha, like you're, you're, you're in the big shield lock sort of group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I want to get your thoughts though on, cause I think maybe some of what you're experiencing is like, you're saying yes, right. To other guys that are doing challenges. And so then you're, you're building relationships in that space. Right. So just think about like you and Chowda doing this Murph challenge, right. There's a, yeah. not a formal shield lock yeah, alone, or, yeah. and home alone. Yeah. yeah. How's, how has that been going for you? Uh, you know, we ran right into the Murph challenge. So, uh, probably have to re-energize after that and be like, are we, are we still going for the gold? So their goal was, uh, yeah, 12 Murphs every month. They did that in January. And then I don't know if they just felt like I needed it or felt sorry for me or one of the, or both, but they kind of invited me to be a part of that crew. Just, you know, a third wheel of accountabilities. Maybe they couldn't, I bet they asked everybody else and everybody else turned them down. So they went to me, Yeah. <laughs> but it's just that third wheel of accountability. If you're trying for something like that, you know, guys will, guys have stuff that comes up and they can't meet. And it's like, well, I really got to get this done. You know, having that extra person there is good. So no, it, it definitely, it's just, it's time, right? Yeah. The more time you spend with someone, the more you learn, the more you get to know what makes them tick and, and what's going on with them. And, um, I'm still, you know, very much surface level with a lot of guys. And that's, like I said, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the chance to go on a golf trip with uh, Sasquatch. Uh, you know, so I got to ride in a car with him for five hours each direction. I mean, I just, we got in the car and I said, all right, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to learn a whole lot more about you and you're going to learn a whole lot more about me. So we might as well just dive in and get to the good stuff. Luckily he's that kind of guy. So yeah, it all just depends on the time you spend and the opportunities you have, which, which, uh, the longer you do it, the more you're going to have. Yeah. Well, and, you, and you've got some, uh, I, first of all, I agree. Sasquatch is great. I went to high school with him and he, he just, <laughs> he's a great guy. I, I'm curious though. Cause you also have some like 
I don't know, like lifelong friends, right? So like T-Ball, right? You, you and him used, yep, to, yep. used to throw Nintendo sets out the window when you were kids. No, he the Nintendo downstairs. <laughs> I was just there for it. All right. I'm going to ask him that about that when we interview him. Uh, so more to come on. You him. should. Tell me. Yeah, um, he's, got, he's got great stories. He's got to. Got to get him. Got to get him rolling. Yeah, he'll be good. What What do you think it is? And maybe this is a good segue to the third F piece because I I have seen you maybe peel back the onion a little bit, like at the Impact Retreat and at, at, you know some mm-hmm. of those places. But um, what do you think it is that has kind of got you? Do you feel like you're still putting up a little bit of a wall or a little bit guarded, or is that just maybe how you? Oh, I, would, I would I would say so. Um, just yeah, being completely honest, I think I think it's just a time thing. It's like, Hey, you know, if I was really, really great friends with all of these people, it's, you know, it sounds like such a bad thing, but it's like, Hey, can you, you do want to do this? Do you want to do that? And my answer, it wants to be yes to everything. Mm-hmm. It wants to be, yeah, of course I want to go golf five days a week. Um, I just can't. Um, of course I want to come to all the barbecues and do all the stuff. It's just, you know, there's only so much time. So I think just by nature of where we're all at in life and, where you're at with your family and busyness and everything else is just kind of, you know, and it's not exclusive to F3. That's, that's everything you do. Yeah. You know, I wish I had out with more people from work or stuff like that, or could hang out and have to beer after work or stay longer at the potlucks. So I think that puts up some barriers. Um, but you know, in my times where I maybe have been a little bit more revealing or a little bit more vulnerable in F3, it's, it's really just a credit to everyone else. That's, done it before me and really showed me how to how to do it uh it's probably something i've you know learned the most about is just like hey it's okay to you know your cot's can be a little bit deeper like this is what i suck at this is what i'm not doing well this is what i don't like um i think the more honest you are the better it comes off and uh and that's it it can be faith-based it can be you know, <clears throat> I'm uh, I'm jealous of this person and all the vacations they go on, and uh, I'm just admitting it. I wish I was more like them. Uh, it's not their fault. They're just having a great life, and I'm just sitting here behind my phone staring at them and like, why not me? Why shouldn't I go there? And they're like, what did I do? Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's just you know, it's just talking about stuff you're trying to work on, stuff you're good at, stuff you're not good at. But yeah, I think that's that's what I saw, and that's what kind of hooked me in, and. That's what I think continues to be part of the success. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I love that, and I I think you're like a lot of guys are are in the same spot, right? And that's like we've got to be careful of saying yes to too many things because we all have a concentrica that we're trying to prioritize, right? And um, right, so, and you know, time is is a really valuable resource, and I think um, you know, so it's yeah, I think you're you're hitting on something that a lot of guys struggle with because we do have a lot of events uh, or things yeah but you but you have to say yes every once in a while mm-hmm. and you and when you do say yes then like enjoy it have fun you know i'm doing the station to station on saturday yeah um i'm looking forward to it just because you know it it looked like it would work on my calendar and i'm like why wouldn't i do this, this sounds great so yeah. we'll go do that and have a good time and run with some f3 guys unless they all stand me up and then uh you know, we'll be able to hang out for a little bit. Supposed to be a, and after that, it'll be, go ahead. Oh, uh, it's supposed to be a couple hundred guys there, right? That's yeah. That's what short sale has promised. So we'll see. <laughs> There's probably going to be like six, but that's all right. Yeah. Six, hundred, five, same. seven, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Same. If you squint your eyes, they're all wearing three shirts. <laughs> right. um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I think you have to, you have to make a point to say yes every once in a while. And when you do, it's, it's usually well worth it. Um, and then it just opens, opens up more opportunity to get to know dudes and, and hang out. So yeah, anybody that's saying no all the time, I would say you need to make a point to try to find a day, you know, if you're getting asked to do a bunch of stuff, pick one day a month and say, yep, I'm going to do that. I will meet you for lunch or I will meet you for happy hour or I will go do this, you know, fitness challenge with you or whatever. I think, I think that's a, I think that's a good bridge to, to better things. Yeah. At least in my experience. That's sol- solid advice. What, so tell me what, where you were at from a, a faith perspective uh, that got you to say yes to the, to the impact retreat. Just want to hear your experience with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I grew up Catholic. Um, it, religion's always been a part of my life. Um, yeah, like most people, I, I don't know, people get hung up on like, well, they're more religious than me or that person's really religious. I don't know what that means. Um, everybody's relationships, their own, but I don't know. I think it's the same. It's just, um, a lot of people that, that I look up to had done the impact retreat and everybody I asked about it was like, it was awesome. Like I would definitely recommend it. So it's kind of the same principles of why I got into F3. It's like, if you ask 10 people that you really enjoy, uh, if they would recommend it and they all 10 say yes, then there's gotta be something there. Right. Um, and I'm always at least more and more up for a, an experience to try to see, you know, if there's, if there's more to me or more I can learn or more do I can spirit and I can experience. So yeah, I, I said yes to that. And, um, I tell people all the time, they're like, yeah, blah, 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 you know, F3. And I totally get that. Like it's people like it's always, sometimes it's all we talk about. Um, but I, I, I pray every day, you know, and I, I find myself thinking that way more often. Um, I do more charity than I've always, than I've ever done. Uh, I just think, I think a little different than I used to. Mm. And, and what's wrong with that, right? If there's a, you know, if I got to wear a mullet wig and, and, uh, do some, do some fun videos to get there, then, then so be it. Right. It's, it's, it's fine. I think it's all positive. So, yeah. Uh, dive into that, uh, the different mindset. What do you mean when you say you think a little bit differently now? Yeah. I mean, I I just think every day if you're out, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing someone's prayers or you're, you're hearing about their struggles or their successes. And, you know, I just, I just think you, you know, if that's something that's repetitious to you and you hear about people's um, new plans to be successful or their new plans to be a certain way, I think it just, it changes the way you think. I think it, it changes, um, you know, this morning my COT was, you know, talking about words. I'm like, so my word right now is today. It's not, what am I going to do tomorrow or what's next week looks like, or what's the trip I'm going to go on on. It's, it's, it's like, well, what's, what's today like, and how can it get better? How can it get worse? Um, you know, just kind of, you just think like that more and more because that's tends to be a message that you hear. Um, and you hear like personal stories of why it's working for someone or not working for someone, you know? So, everybody's trying to be a little more present and all those buzzwords, you know, present and blah, blah, blah. But it is, it's just, that's just, you think about it more because that's, that's, that's what you see more times than not. If you just kind of hid, then you may not be getting that message all the time. And that's, that's okay too. It's just, you know, you're just a product of your surroundings sometimes. And if you surround yourself with right-minded people, then that's the direction you go. 
Yeah, for sure. I love that. I think that, you know, the power of now or, you know, purpose, intentionality, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of buzzwords, but I think you're, like you said, when you're around a bunch of guys that are, are trying to be a certain way, it, you know, can't help but have it rub off yeah. a little bit. And you're, and you're not always that guy, right? Like, let's just be real. Like nobody's like, I'm today all the time. Like I'm just having <laughs> such a great time all the time. This is so wonderful and everything's just great. And man, it's just such a wonder. I mean, it's not that way all the time. Like there's, it's some days you're just trying to get through it. It's just, I show up at five in the morning and I'm not in a great place and tired and this and that. And you show up and somebody in the group is got a positive energy about them. It's yeah. just the way it works. So no matter if you like it or not, you can have your hands way out. I mean, if you let it, it's going to have an impact on you and an impact for the better. Yeah. So, you know, somebody's going to give you a message and as long as you don't have your fingers in your ears, you're, you're going to be fine. <laughs> right. Very true. Yeah. You could have your fingers in your ears, right? No, I, I, I could. I've never done it, but yeah. at least not during a COT. I think that'd be rude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, t- tell me a little bit about um, leadership. You know, so, so we've got this mission to, to reinvigorate male community leadership. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm curious your thoughts on, you know, sort of, how are we doing, you know, in achieving that? What have you, you seen us do that's maybe worked well? Is there anything you've learned or gained from, from your time leading in the group that maybe you've been able to take to home or, or work? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, um, being a site queue and, and going through that experience, I, I think the biggest thing is that it's not really, it's a little bit about you, right? Like we all have, we're all there for our own personal goals. Um, it's not charity, but it's not all about you. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's other guys that show up day one and you can just tell they're hurting in some fashion, whether they're completely out of shape, they don't feel well, but they have a drive to get better. And if you're part of that process and, you know, I see guys all the time, just like I was in a year later, they're like one of the most, you know, fit guys in the group and they're really accelerating that word we use all the time. <clears throat> they're becoming a leader themselves or have become a leader. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, when you started, I mean, you were, you were shit. <laughs> you were, yeah. you were not good. You were out of shape. You were, you know, you were all these things that nobody wants to become. Uh, so I think for me, the leadership side of it is doing something outside yourself, uh, running a slower, running a slower pre-run, to get someone where they want to be, uh, helping someone through a workout to get them on the other side of it. And almost all the time that person is doing the same thing for someone else a year later, six months later, and it's just cyclical, right? So it's just, um, hoping someone can get to a place that they aspire to be to, and they show up to this group, um, whether they have those goals or not. Uh, I, I think that's really what I've seen for leadership. Um, Guys, that I, when I think about leadership in this group, what I think about, um, yeah, that's what I see. Guys that are willing to, I'm like, I know that they probably wanted to come and do this this workout today. They wanted these goals for themselves. And they're like, you know what? This new guy showed up and, and he needs help. So I'm going to just forego my own personal goals and I'm going to help him out. Mm-hmm. And really, that's you hear it all the time, but that's, that's what we're all about, right? If I'm going to convince someone to come to work or from my office or my circle of life to come, they're like, well, I need to get in shape first. I'm like, no, this is the perfect place to get in shape because you've got the support of all these guys who haven't haven't been studs their whole life. It's just they worked at it. And 
you know, worked at it in a pretty reasonable way, a suburban house dad kind of way, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So that's, that's a, when I, whenever I think of that, that's, that's really the word that always, that always comes to mind or the, or the thought process at least. What about like VQs? Do you remember your VQ? And like, I guess. The- yeah. It's terror. It's, it's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, the most important thing ever at the time you're doing it. It's just got to go perfect. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't want to do it too hard, but you don't want to do it too light. You know, so it's only your first time ever. And then you realize no one's really paying attention. Everybody's just talking. And having a good time. <laughs> yeah. They don't know if you did 20 Merkins, 30 Merkins or 50 Merkins. It's, mm-hmm. uh, no, it's, it's good. I, I think that's, yeah. One thing about me, like when I was going to the berm in the early weeks, I remember somebody called on me and they're like, Hey, truly you got, you know, 20 Merkins, you got it. And I looked at him. I said, no, I don't. Like, you don't want to, said, you don't want to do it. I said, no, I don't want to do it. So I'm just, can I just hang out? Like, you know, you guys lead. If I wanted to be an aerobics instructor, that's what I would go do. I don't want to do that. Um, so it's just funny. Like people try to get you outside your comfort zone a little bit or, try to get you so that when you when you agree to do a vq that's really the moment where i think you step outside and you're like all right i'm i'm ready to be a leader i'm ready to to do this and um kind of take that next step it's not a huge step everybody you know i thought it was a huge step it's but yeah get over it and you're gonna be great yeah what tell me a a little bit about uh because I think you've done a good job of, of applying humor to your leadership. Uh, so whether it's, you know, pre-blast videos or just sort of the way you carry yourself, you know, you're not taking yourself too seriously, but, but how do you see that? Sure. I mean, is that a, a sort of a strategy or leadership tactic you've learned over the years, or that's just kind of who you are? No, I don't. I think that's just who I am. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm, I'm I can be serious like most people, but yeah, for the most part, it's just, if you can have fun doing something, that's just hopefully, hopefully where it's at. I'm not always a fun person. So I think F3 guys get the best of me every day. Yeah. They get, they get, they get me before the world has chewed me up and spit me out a little bit. Um, yeah. So that's good. If F3 was at night, I don't know if I'd be very popular. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, tell us about like, what were, so share some of the things that you did. Cause I'm, I'm remembering some of the pre-blast videos, but. What, what's been, uh, what are some of your favorite memories as a site queue kind of leading the packs? Oh, I mean, obviously the, the truly Chavez video, which has been destroyed it's not out there anymore, but sometimes I just get these, you know, you get these ideas. Um, the most recent one was the one with stripes and, uh, yeah. uh <laughs> and T Swift. Right. So, I mean, we're just having coffee on a Thursday at the maze watching the shovel pass. Um, I actually kind of overslept, but I didn't want to miss the, the coffee. So I drove all the way down to F street just for some coffee and some fellowship. I think I hopped in at the end, still made Namorama, So it counts. Yeah. But so I'm just talking to stripes and, uh, he's like, Hey, sorry, you were on at Wolf Den, but he's like, I know it's my birthday, but you know, I feel bad. I'm like, Oh, it's, it's all good. I'll get back on the schedule. And he's like, well, why don't we just co-queue it? So like in this conversation, I'm like, Oh, only if you want to, you know, like we can co-queue it. And then I'm like, holy cow, we should do a video. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, you're a ref, right? I was like, why don't we do some spoof on being an official and a bad call or, you know, something like that. So like within minutes, we get this thing going. And then I'm like, if only we had access to a gym. And I'm like, well, who has a gym? He's like, why don't we ask T-Swift? He's like, why don't we just get into North's gym? And I'm like, well, okay. 
So the ball just starts rolling, right? And Stripes is loving it. And he's like, this is going to be so awesome. And I'm like, well, when are we going to do it? So we get up at 6 in the morning or 5.30 in the morning before the Oracle 2.0 workout. And we meet at North and Stripes runs his car into a pole and you know, wrecks the bumper. That's maybe a story for another time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But it, you know, it kept his composure. We had a we had a production to make, we had a film to make. Yeah. So I, I convinced T Swift to dress up like an old coach from the seventies, and away away we go. Right. So it's just you get these these fun things, and it's you know maybe I'm too stubborn to just let them go and be like, oh, that's that's too much work. I mean, if I did half the crazy fun videos that I had in my brain, I don't, <laughs> I, don't know, I might get kicked out of the group. That's funny. But, but yeah, it does kind of, and I think it works for Wolfden. I think people showed up because they just were like, that was so good. I got to show up and they yeah. show up to the beat down. They're like, where's the, where's the outfit? I'm like, oh, I, I think that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to work out now. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm glad you're, I'm so glad you're here though. You know, yeah. just so glad you came, but really, you know, that day we couldn't even work out on the football field because North practiced in the morning. So it was too hot. So we had to like finagle in the parking lot between cars. It was really mm-hmm. probably a, like a numbers, you know subpar workout as far as that goes but 30 some guys showed up because because we sold out in the pre-blast that's awesome it was perfect right it was like make the right call show up tomorrow at mm-hmm. the yeah that was perfect and all of and all of that came together in like minutes we needed two takes only because the first take i said something like don't make the right call show yeah. up to wolf den and i was like oh we nailed it and greenhouse is like no i think you messed up the last part we, we, we re-watched it i was like oh my gosh like I can't believe the Farva police chase video. That was one take. That's all it took. One take. Yeah. And then we were like, when are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? And we're both so busy. He's like, I'm like, it's gotta be right now. It was after catalyst. I'm like, we got to do it right now. So we did it before we went to coffee. We just shot the video real quick. One take. That's awesome. Spliced it together. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think it doesn't have to be this, this long drawn out thing. You just got an idea and put it out there. Um, and there you go. Yeah. I have no idea how these videos are affecting my professional life. I really don't. But well, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Well, you didn't really get arrested. No, not really. Yeah. Okay, just for just for trying to find the catamount complex. Yeah, that's it. Well, what uh, I guess you know, because I, I love that, and I think it's really key to just keep it fun and lighthearted, right? And you know, like at the end of the day, right? We can't take ourselves too seriously. And I think that helps to promote that, you know, but curious yeah. as you think about the group and, you know, maybe your experience as a, as just a PAX member or as a site queue, but what sort of advice do you have for guys? Maybe if a guy is leading a site for the first time or as we're launching some new sites, I mean, anything you feel like you've learned or seen over the years that, that you would share is like something guys should really look at. Yeah. I mean, all the humor and all that stuff. I think, I think really all it is is, you know, putting yourself out there, right. Being really positive. Um, I think that that's pretty contagious. Somebody can tell if you're, if you're into something or not, like, you know, you can't really fake, can't really fake it. So if you're going to be a site queue or if you want to be a site queue, I think you just, you got to go all in, you got to make it like anymore. All these sites are so awesome. It really just comes down to like, Hey, where are you going Friday? I'm like, well, there's so many good options. It's like, you know, sell me a little bit. What are we doing? Like mm-hmm. what's the, what's the pre thing or who's going to lead the, you know, you, you follow, you probably follow positive energy or you follow, you know, you follow people. It's really just about people. So my advice would be if you're, if you're going to be one of those guys that 
um, you want to be, just go all in, whoever you are, whatever you're doing, just be genuine and then go all in. Right. So, um, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like to you, there's no perfect anything. It's just try to try to put yourself out there a little bit. Um, stick around, have some conversations, let people get to know the real you and it'll probably turn out for the best. Heck yeah. I love it. That's perfect advice. And I think it applies to guys leading or guys joining the group. Right. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, lean in. <clears throat> oh, and, and my eyes are open. Like I'm sure not everybody, uh, not everybody loves truly all the time. Right. It's like, man, I don't have the energy for that today. Like yeah. I just, I don't want it. I'm not going to go get it. So that's fine too. It's, uh, I can, I can live with that. If somebody says, you know what, like uh Canadian bacon told me yesterday, um, I was trying to convince him to come to the coop, like in 15 seconds. It's like, Hey, why don't you come to the coop tomorrow? And he's like, well, usually your playlists sound like shit. And I hate your music. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but he's like, you know, but sometimes, you know, I heard some 80s stuff once that I kind of liked. And I was like, well, why don't you tell me the music you want to listen to? If you're, if you promise me you'll show up, I'll plan the playlist around you. So, he wore an ACDC shirt this morning. We played plenty of ACDC and everybody, everybody was happy. So nice. I guess that's kind of what I mean. You just kind of have to try sometimes. Like, I don't know Canadian bacon that well, but mm -hmm. you know, yeah. there we, there we were having a moment, you know, doing a little back in black. I so that's that. how it went down. I'm, yeah. I'm going to request a playlist at the next, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, All absolutely. Nineties, nineties rap. You got it, man. No, oh. it's fun. It's, uh, Anything to distract from the pain, right? Like when when all's breaking down and you're on your uh, 80th uh, Jillian Michaels at at Iron Packs, and you're like, "Hey, is this uh, hey, is this uh, whoever? Is this yeah. uh, is this rapping touche? Is this Snoop yeah. Dogg?" Yeah, there was some good stuff. Well, and I appreciate too just the in the moment, you know, sort of accountability or partnership that we get to experience. Like you know, when we were doing IPC together. It was just like, hey, let's count these out. Let's bust out 10 of these, you know, and just the, yeah. you know, just paying attention to what other guys are going through, where you're at with reps. And then like, hey, let's, you know, let's hammer these out. It made, it made it easier, didn't it? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. well, he's not going to quit and I'm not yeah. going to quit. Even though if I was doing it by myself, once again, I'm very easy to let myself down. Yeah. Um, but if someone else is like, hey, keep going. I did Iron Packs with Chucky last year. And he's the most stubborn person I've ever met. Like I really wanted to have a better time than him. So mm. we're busting it out together. And I'm like, why don't you just like on the last lap? I'm like, why don't you just quit? He's like, no, I was like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to run this faster than you. So just like, I've got more in the tank and we finished like, like the exact same time. Like our times were exactly the same. And I know it's just because we're both too stubborn. So yeah. that's when it gets fun. I guarantee he ran faster and I ran faster just because we were doing it together. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I, I love that. You know, I think um, I do want to get your thoughts, you know, just sort of currently where you're at in life and, you know, whatever's mm -hmm. going on. What, where do you need the most maybe prayers or encouragement or when, it, when guys see you out there, what can we, we do to, to encourage truly? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, um, you know, like, like most people, it's just so much going on, right? Like, I've kind of been talking a lot I t I, this morning, in fact, on the on the run with Sister Act, he asked how I was doing, and I was like, oh, good. I just feel like I'm on this, you know, like this amusement park ride where everything's so fast, and it's like big ups, big downs, and you you go from one thing to the next. You've got a fantasy football draft, and then you've got this, and you've got that, and I'm coaching my son's football, and 
Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's nonstop. But I'm like, I don't know. Maybe that's just how life's supposed to go. Maybe that's, you know, when I look back, I'll be like, I'm so glad that I just went tip to tail, tip to tail. And then sometimes I think I'm supposed to, you know, maybe just lay it down for a little bit, sit down and just relax and, um, you know, take a deep breath and look around and see life and just try to slow it down. I don't know. I'm just kind of, you know, I guarantee that there's a lot of people in the same boat. So I think just for me, it's just trying to figure out, you know, who I am, what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and just, you know, putting my priorities in order, keeping my family first, keeping things like that, uh, keeping my faith up, my fitness up, you know, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? I, I don't want to have any regrets when I'm older. Nobody mm-hmm. does. They want to look back and be like, I did it exactly how I should have done it. Um, I'm so glad I went down the path I did. And, you know, when my kids were young, we did this. I'm so proud of that. So there's no way you can figure that out if you're not listening to other people and talking to people your age and, hey, what are you guys doing or what works for you? So that's all, all anybody can do for me is just ask you a question or if I'm hanging out, just, you know, try to give me honest answers about what's working for you, what's not. And I, I think I learn a lot about how life's supposed to go by just hearing it from other guys. Right. Yeah. You know, as you were saying that, what thought came to mind for me, but did the, as far as like identity purpose, you know, who am I, what I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing here. Did you, do you feel like the impact retreat helped with some of that? And maybe it's just sort of reminding yourself what you learned there or cause I, I found myself uh, reflecting on that lately. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, there's, all the buzzwords, right. You know, today enough, like that, that was one word that came out of that. Like, you know, is all of this enough? Is it supposed to be more? Am I supposed to be doing more? I mean, it's all, it's all connected. Like even iron packs, I was talking to black lung and guys this morning. I always think when I'm done, even though you saw me, I was, I was dead, right. I couldn't do another thing. If I tried, I'm always like, I bet if I had done this different, I could have got 20 more reps. Right. (laughs) I could have done 10 more. You always think there's more, there's a new mountain or a new step or something you could have done better, but like when's enough, just enough. And is that, mm-hmm. you know, are you already doing way more than you should be doing? Like, you know, <laughs> is, is God or someone else like you should have stopped at 550 reps, man. Like those, those last 30 were way too much. Like what are you yeah. doing? You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I think if you had a, if you had all the wisdom in the world, you'd be like, Oh, I'm supposed to, you know, B plus is okay. I'm supposed to stop right here. That's fine. That's the grade mm-hmm. I'm supposed to get. Um, yeah. And I think the impact re- retreat <clears throat> for me at least was just kind of focusing on, Hey, you're, you're enough. Right. Or, you know, it's done. It's good. You're, you're where you yep. should be. Um, but it's human nature and we guys talk about it all the time. Like what's the next promotion? What's the next great thing we're supposed to be doing? Um, you know, just, who knows? Nobody's got to figure it out, but together we're all not figuring it out together. And you got friends and family to help you through it, hopefully. And if you don't, then that's when some groups like ours come in pretty handy. For sure. No, I appreciate you sharing that. It, it's, I think it's just fascinating to think about, you know, it, it's something like we all have different capacity too. Right. So then mm-hmm. like that factors into it. Right. So you, you know, even if you're working from a good place of, you know, who you are, you know, you're enough you can still do more, but you're maybe not doing it for, you know, sort of the intent there becomes, I don't know where my mind goes, but, but yeah, we can talk 
talk about that for days. I, I love it. Um, yeah, because yeah, you don't overthink things, right? So we can no, just I'm not, not. We can just not overthink it for hours together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, man, I do. Um, you know, feel like I, I just want to tell you thank you. You know, just for the time today, but also just for for bringing your authentic self to the group. You know, you've definitely had, had an impact on me, and I know you've had an impact on a lot of guys. So. Um, yeah, just thanks. Thanks for being who you are, man. Definitely appreciate oh, it. There's, and there's a lot of, a lot of guys better than, than me have done it for a long time. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's because of them that, that, yeah, I'm able to, to get out and, and try to be better. So it's awesome. Awesome, brother. Well, let's uh, do a little name rama Yeah. Brandon Fleharty, 37, the plague. The plague. Ah! <laughs> just in fact, 42, truly. Truly. Oh, you got, yeah, water. I know that's a truly. Yeah. And recycle. And and tell me, so when you do that, you kind of like throw the can. Yeah, that's that's just been an evolution. Like, the, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I think that just kind of organically happened. You know, yeah. early on, um, and I'll throw Bear Girls a little bone here. So, and T-Ball too. So I started doing this can thing, right? And they were, one time we were talking and they're like, you know, if everybody did a thing, like we just would never leave. And they're like, you know, after, after a while it gets kind of, you know, it gets kind of douchey. And I'm like, Oh shoot. I'm like, well, I don't want to be douchey. So I quit doing it. And then I forget, I think it was, um, uh, gosh, I can't remember, but like, uh, somebody called me out and they're like, Hey, what happened to the can thing? They're like, that was cool. Like you should do that. I was like, Oh, okay. So I brought it back and they're like, you know, bear girls. Every time I do, I know he's just like, yeah but, you know he's my i've known him for a long time so he has the rights to kind of get on me like that but he's right i mean everybody i don't know sometimes your name's just like mud you're just like i don't know what i do with mud it's just yeah mud. but bear, bear girls should tell he should like do like a bear growl and then t-ball should, should like hit like a t-ball like yeah a well that was that was part of the discussion t-ball was like you know in the beginning i did this little tink thing it just never it just never caught on so, but yeah, so I did the can thing and then, you know, then it was like, Hey, where are you, you know, where's people started yelling recycle. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I don't know what that's all about. Like, I guess that's right. it. It just, it just happens. So yeah. every, every once in a while it's, it's the, it's, I've been doing the water thing after the IPCs cause I got water after the workout. So I actually do a real, real drink and stuff. So we'll yeah. see. It's yeah. yeah. on the mood. Sometimes it's pretty animated. Sometimes it's like, all right, let's get to coffee and get out of here. Yeah, well, keep uh, keep it up, man. I definitely love seeing all the different uh, antics, and I, I'll look forward to your next pre-blast uh, video, whatever that, whatever <laughs> yeah, idea comes to life. I've been on for a while, so I better, you guys better hit me up and, and get me out there. But um, yeah, and thanks for having me on this this prestigious uh, podcast. I think it's been something that's going to put me on the map. I'm really looking forward to <laughs> yeah. seeing where my yeah. career goes from here. <laughs> for sure, man. Well, I love awesome. you, brother. Good to see you. Have a good day. All right, you, you too, buddy. We'll see you. Later. Later.